Welcome to Maker Mom, a podcast where I explore the stories of Maker Moms and the life they lead. Each week, I will bring you the behind the scenes story of a new Maker Mom. I'm Katie Freeman, a furniture designer and content creator running FreemanFurnishings.com and your host of the Maker Mom podcast. You can find Maker Moms hanging out in the Facebook community at Maker Moms and on the web at MakerMomPodcast.com. If you love what you hear, please subscribe, leave a stellar review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Hello and welcome to episode 113 of the Maker Mom podcast. This week's guests, that's right, I got two of them, are Kat and Danette of Material Curls. Now, technically only Kat is a parent, but you cannot split up this dynamic duo, and in fact, I would dare you to even try. Uh, This was a blast of an interview getting to chat with both of them about, you know, balancing uh, job jobs and family life, and getting started with DIY, which really they have not been doing too long, um, and just uh, already seeing tremendous success, which is awesome. So a great interview, lots of laughter. I know you all will enjoy it just as much as I did chatting with these two. Before we hop into the episode, though, I want to give a big shout out and thanks to the patrons over on Patreon. So thanks so much, Christy, Twisted Twine, Christina B, Jeremy Spies, Sammy, Go Sammy Lee, Lauren, Rasp File Designs, Sven, Dwarf Size Workshop, Rachel, Moody Makes, Bonnie, Tool Mom, Bonnie, ToolMomStore.com, Laura, Oakley Soap Company, Mary Lou, Made by Mary Lou, Amy, Bison Valley Carving, Dan and Kelly, Reclaim Living Store, Brandy, Studio Obey, Kathy, One Girl and Her Tools, Ellen, Little Bear Furniture, and Ethan, Ethan Carter Designs. Thank you all so very much for your continued and ongoing support, helping me to produce two episodes a week, every week, every month. And now let's dive right in with Kat and Danette of Material Curls. I like to have guests start uh, with introducing themselves. So when you're ready to go, uh, I'll let you two introduce yourselves. Who going first? <laughs> like separately or together? I guess I'll. I'll yes, <laughs> I'll say yes. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll see up. Yeah. Well, I'm Pat and I'm Jeanette, and we are the, the Material, Material Curls. Curls. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it a lot. Can you tell? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> We are from Charlotte, North Carolina. We are best friends of, I think we're going on nine years now of best friends. Mm -hmm. So we have been attached at the hip since then. And we just recently decided to take Mm -hmm. on DIY and making, and it has made our relationship so much stronger as friends (laughs) because we get to hang out all the time and then hang out even more doing work. So it's like working. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, all right. Well, before we get into kind of the the birth and growth of material curls, mm-hmm. um, I want to know where did each of you grow up? What kind of things were you interested in when you were kids? Um, and I'll let you pick whoever goes first. <laughs> well, I grew up in Akron, Ohio. I was technically born in Dayton, moved to Akron. Um, my grandfather stayed in the shop he worked at an auto shop, but his, I'm still upset that I didn't realize, you know, the gold I had in him in knowledge, but just seeing him do stuff, it's still in there. My dad still has a lot of his tools. So I've actually been kind of inheriting those, which is amazing. (laughs) But growing up, I, I really didn't, I was always crafty, but as far as tools, that's what my dad and my granddad were for. (laughs) But now obviously I helped them out. So it's pretty cool. That is cool. Awesome. I, I'm originally from Charlotte. Um, so I grew up here. I left for a little while and then I recently came back and bought a house. As far as growing up and DIY, 
I had no interest at all. <laughs> Even until I bought my house originally, I called my dad for everything. Dad, can you come fix this? This lights out. I need my bulb change. The smallest things I would call my dad for. And just recently, like getting into this and now he's like, wait, hold on, you can do this and this, like, I can't even believe you're the same person anymore. I had no interest in whatsoever. I didn't have anyone really growing up with tools. My dad had it, but I just automatically assumed like it was just naturally something he did. Um, but yeah. All it's, right. We both actually have brothers. And it's funny because when our dads want to talk tools and building stuff, they call they us. Call us. <laughs> That is pretty cool. Um, well, so for neither one of you, like DIY tools wasn't wasn't your thing as as kids. Uh, what were you into? I've always liked to cook. Like when my mom was cooking, I was right in the kitchen with her. And, and still I do that, too. So like our timeline, occasionally I'll cook and, you know, show people what I'm working with. But cooking, I was in tons of sports and just the social butterfly. I was wherever the fun was. <laughs> I was a homebody. Me and Kat are opposites. <laughs> I was a homebody. I did do sports, but I went to school, did sports, came home and just hang, hung out with my family. All right. What about uh, after high school? What did you guys do after high school? I went to college in Philly. I went to Temple and I studied journalism. Absolutely loved it. Uh, once I left, I moved back to Charlotte um, and I did not pursue journalism clearly. <laughs> I became a flight attendant. Um, I thought it was just gonna be temporary while I figured out what I wanted to do, but it actually became like a really cool job. So I stuck with it. All right, and you um, Kat? After high school, I went to UT, um, University of Toledo. And I came home after my first year and got a job um, where my mother worked and decided that I wanted money now and not after <laughs> school. <laughs> so I kind of jumped into um, my insurance career and I've done uh, personal lines. I'm currently in commercial. And it's kind of cool because doing homeowners insurance and commercial lines, I see a lot of things that we work with now. So it kind of gave me some back knowledge on, you know, flooring and contractor work, which is cool because it's like, I'm, I'm going to take my lot knowledge from them while they pay me and then, you know, put it elsewhere. Right. right. Um, so yeah, that, that's really it for me after school. Okay. Uh, those are two entirely different paths. Of oh, yeah. <laughs> of work. So, so how did you two meet? Our past cross. Yeah, so we crossed bartending. Once I moved back to Charlotte after school, um, she had already moved here from Ohio and we met bartending at a, a nightclub here in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I she always say, I always say Kat has held me hostage like these past nine years. The first, we met the first night I was bartending and she mm -hmm. was like, come to brunch with us. And I was like, okay, cool. And brunch turned into a marathon mm -hmm. of drinking bar after bar. <laughs> I got home at like three o'clock the next morning. I was like, I can't hang out with you guys. You said brunch. It was Sunday. It was Sunday fun day, and we were very true to it. This was also before Josiah. So. Before I'm, kids. So I was in my twenties and living my best life. You hey, you know what? That's what twenties are for, right? Is to, <laughs> is to have fun. <laughs> um, all right. So I guess, yeah, you've been friends for, you said almost nine years, like mm -hmm. why start DIYing? What was the, what was the, was the tipping point? Yeah. <laughs> Money. <laughs> so she, when Zanette was talking about being a homeowner, she talked to me a lot about it because I actually bought my first home. I was maybe 23 or 24. So I was pretty young and I kind of had some experience and I was like, come to Charlotte. Yeah. She was, she debated. So I was debating on whether or not I wanted to buy in Philly because I really loved it when I was there for school mm -hmm. or if I wanted to be in Charlotte. So I have a really good friend in, in Philly. And then I have Kat here in Charlotte and they literally debated. <laughs> they literally had a debate yes. like, okay, your turn. Okay. Your rebuttal. Okay. You're like, I and they stats. went back and forth, had stats on the cities, <laughs> all the pros and cons of why I should choose where. And I ended up going with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. 
And Kat was on her second house. She mm -hmm. had already bought her second house. So she was my go-to. I had all the questions for her. And then I moved in February of 2019. Yeah, yeah, 2019. 2019. Um, I moved in and it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Doing stuff in the house is so expensive. Mm -hmm. And it was a plumbing issue I had. And just for the plumber to come out was $250. And I was like, Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so she was talking to me about that. And like, I've always been kind of crafty, but when it came to big projects and tools, I either paid someone or had my dad do it. But one day I was watching YouTube and I was like, Danette, we can do this. I was like, let's, Rachel Metz used to be my fave, used to be and still is. Still is. And I was just like, yo, if she can do it, I can too. And so, have help. We go to Home Depot and I was like, we should buy this tool set. We picked Ryobi because we love the color because <laughs> we're still girls. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we can get this and we can share it. And she, I want one too. Yeah. So we had two <laughs> parts full of the biggest tool sets. It was a lime green takeover. <laughs> we had the, the, it's like a five piece set with all the, the drills and saws. And then we had all the accessories to go with them. We had to buy everything, <laughs> literally everything. The cart was so full was and we're crazy. walking out of there. And that literally, we had a lot of beginner's luck. We built our workbench, I believe was our first actual project. I still, to this day, don't know how we did that because we didn't know what we were doing. The cuts were fine. Like we did it right. And I don't know how, <laughs> but after that, we made a lot of mistakes and we were so confused how it was so easy the first time. And now we can't yep. do it anymore. Pocket holes almost took us out. <laughs> that was our first hurdle. And we were like, what is this shit? Do we need this? We can do it a different way. But we tried and we Googled it and we YouTubed it and we just, me and her are both also extremely persistent and refused to quit. Yes. So we just were in the garage staring at pocket holes all day. And there were points where we would get so frustrated and be mm -hmm. so over it. And we would just like sit in silence for a second <laughs> and not speak nothing. And then we're like, okay, let's go. Let's, let's try get this. back to it. Let's try this. And then when we got it, you would think we won the lottery or something. Like the way we celebrated <laughs> over getting one pocket hole. <laughs> We celebrate all wins, big and small. We didn't. We That's like, the way to do it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about it. So. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I'm I'm down with the that you like the color green to go with Ryobi. Yes, um, you yes. know, I'm, I'm done with that. And plus, I mean, they really do have pretty they great do. tools. You know, they're friendly and they're yeah. decent. Price. like for a beginner it's absolutely perfect mm -hmm. yeah like we didn't we didn't know that we didn't do our research on it we were just like oh lime green perfect yeah. <laughs> beginner luck but it worked out in our favor yeah today's sponsor is rasp and file designs rasp and file was created to give new life to old things and create spaces that feel timeless unique and warm your home and business should be your sanctuary a place of solace and your personal piece of art. The owner and woodworker behind Rasp and File Designs is Lauren Matthews. And you can follow along and find out more information on Instagram. Just look up Rasp Filed Designs or on the internet at rfdesigns.squarespace.com. So I got to ask, what was the look on the face of the cashier when you both went up there with your carts chocked full of? <laughs> they honestly, they probably see it all the time, mm -hmm. but they probably see the next day people coming back and returning it. Right. We bought more stuff. Then we bought a miter saw. Then we just, so now like our Home Depot, the people that work there are awesome. They, they know us when we walk in. I walk in, I'm like, oh, hey, hey. Like, it's, it's fun. <laughs> When I walk in, there's my like my wood guy, and every time he's like, "What what are you working on? What do you need cut?" Mm -hmm. And it's just in and out every time. I love them so much. The awesome. beginning, though, the mansplaining that we encountered at the very beginning, and oh, what are you guys painting today? It's like we're not painting, we're building. There's a video of, and this is when I did not know what I was talking about, but I can play the part. Some guy asked us something, and I was like, "Oh, we have a song." 
I was like, yeah, we have a saw and we have a reciprocating saw and we have a miter saw. And I was just like <laughs> doing all this talking. Mind you, this was the day after we bought it. So we didn't. Yes, she had it. I she had wasn't it. lying. She had it. She had no idea how to use it, though. <laughs> no idea. You didn't know that. <laughs> but I, lo I love the confidence, right? Yes, like, right. Exactly. exactly. You make this it. Is. <laughs> <laughs> um, OK, so Kat, you have one kiddo. Correct. Yeah. All right. Kaya, who just turned three, November thirtieth. Baby Jackson. Uh, three. <laughs> he's a fun age now. <laughs> he's not your average kid, though. Mm -hmm. We we say he's broken. Like he doesn't like juice, and he doesn't like being messy. Like he gets one little drop of something on his hand, and he's like, mm -mm. Uh, uh. I'm mm -mm. like, what kind of kid doesn't want to be messy? <laughs> Yeah. that's that oldest kid thing i'm telling yeah. you yeah i got i've got two i've got my oldest is seven and in second okay. grade and then uh my youngest will be five in january oh, those Aww. are good uh, yeah but the oldest is very like like he is mr everything must be neat and tidy like nothing can be a mess must follow all rules yep. And, you know, just very much. And then my youngest is like, do you, do you guys at least watch TikToks? Have you seen yeah, yeah. the TikToks of the, like, what is going on inside your head? Like sound to it. What told you that was okay? Yeah, that is my daughter. And I'm just like, what? Especially the other way around. No, no, I, yeah, I think it's all about birth order. Like, no. My son is very much like, no, we don't want to see what happens when what break when we break the rules. And exactly. my daughter's more like, what rules? I <laughs> that is Josie. Josie is very cautious. Just since he's been tiny, I've watched him and I'm like, that's not normal. Like he just he holds on to rails, yep. jump off of things. He is very cautious. Uh, yeah, my, my oldest did not, like we'd go to the park when he was like about that age, three, mm -hmm. you know, and you'd watch all these other kids just scramble up to the top of the tippy top of whatever, not him. He's just standing there like, uh-uh. Like that looks dangerous. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> a rail, and he wants my hand. Like, yep. It sounds like a trick. Like I'm gonna be really cute, so you have another one, and then the next one comes out. And you're like, oh, it's kind know. of a trick. It's kind of a trick. I will admit. Yeah. My mom always says that. She was like, if I had your brother first instead of you, there would be no second child. <laughs> so yeah, it's a trick. Yes. That it's makes me nervous. Yeah. See. See. Yeah. Now you have know what to look forward to. Uh, <laughs> um. So three how long have you guys had material and curls a little over a year oh yeah august okay. 26 was our one year anniversary so mm -hmm. about a year and a half ish okay so i mean you're starting your journey into like a diy with like little little yep <laughs> kid at home um i mean yeah and you're still are you're working. both still working, right? Yeah. Like other jobs. Yeah. yeah. So like, how are you, how are you doing this? You know, <laughs> your points are real. <laughs> I honestly, I have a lot of help. I have an amazing support system. My fiance, if we need to work in the garage and do stuff, you know, he'll, if it's something dangerous, Josie will be in the house. But if it's something light, Josie's right there with us. He likes to be a part of yeah. it. He's like handing us screwdrivers. He's right there with us. So it depends on what we're doing, but the work-life balance, her being a flight attendant kind of throws a monkey wrench. It's hard because if I'm not home, I can't work on my house. Yeah. Right. So we really just were, I luckily, well, I'm not going to say luckily because it's not really luckily, but because of COVID, I was able to take eight months off of work. So that gave me a great amount of time to work on my house and mm -hmm. feel what it's like to have a routine. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't remember what it was like to sleep in my own bed for <laughs> five days straight. So being able to do that and then working on my house, we were able to build up material curls mm -hmm. to what it is now, but now we're back to work. So we had it nice and cushy. Yeah. We were both together all the time. And then now we're like, oh, we have a couple of days here and then I'm off for, I'm 
off. I I'm based in New York. So okay. I fly to New York. I stay there for like a week and then I come back for mm-hmm. a couple of days, go back. So it's just a back and forth trying to make our schedules work. You She's working our calendar. <laughs> we have planners and I'm like, okay, so what days are you off? What are you <laughs> we to, We're just trying to, to get like a home. couple of hours in wherever we can. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you felt yeah. that scheduling came with us. <laughs> well, you know, but I mean, honestly, like I feel the pain on the end of like, especially now I do, you know, two podcast episodes a week. Mm-hmm. It's like, and trying to line up all of the different people and yeah. like, I only have certain time frames during the days that work. You know, I can't, I can do interviews on nights and weekends. Usually when I do though, there are several editing becomes a nightmare because there's kids popping in and out, you know, and it's constantly like just one hour, one hour <laughs> of not knocking on the door, please. <laughs> I feel like I'm not here for one hour. It's, <laughs> no, it's impossible. So, so I understand that, you know, the scheduling thing. So yeah, there's, it was not bothering me at all about trying to figure out the, the scheduling end. Um, but I feel like I did not know that you were a flight attendant. And so now I feel like I need to ask all the questions I've yeah. ever had. About <laughs> and that's ever. Because has materials grew so much while I was off. Being a flight attendant, like, honestly, for me, like, it was out of my head, too. <laughs> no, I was just, I was just, like, knee deep in, like, material curls. So mm-hmm. everybody probably thinks I'm unemployed. <laughs> so, like, material girls, for, for, for the most part, I think we had, like, 2,000 followers at the beginning yeah. before my, like, when I first started my leave. And then we grew mm-hmm. in the last couple of months. So most of the people don't know. So when I went back to work, everybody's like, wait, you got to drive? <laughs> what? Is that, a, is that a flight or something anymore? What's happening? Is it Halloween? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is, I will totally say that is one job I, I have traveled for my day job job. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I first started that, I and I had not traveled a lot as a kid, it was exciting to get to do that like frequently, but it became old real quick. So, (laughs) and so that is one position I have always thought as I sit there and I am also not a, I am not a people person. So that is a job as I sit there on the plane and I go, that is my ideal like of hell right there, like trapped. (laughs) <laughs> you wouldn't believe it, but I'm actually not a people person either. <laughs> I'm really not. And I don't know. I don't know how I ended up here. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I do it. I don't know. But as far as being away all the time, like traveling is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And my yeah. first couple of years I was doing international trips. Mm-hmm. I was going everywhere. And then now that I'm getting a little older and then when I bought my house, I want to be home. Mm-hmm. I want to be in my own bed. And weirdly enough, right before COVID, this is where, like, this was my biggest lesson of be careful what you wish for, because right before COVID, I was saying, I would love to know what a routine is like. I would love to sleep in my own bed. I would love Mm -hmm. to not live out of a suitcase. And I said it often. And then I got eight months off, like an unsolicited eight months off. And I was like, I'm just going to be careful with the things I asked for. I blamed it on her several times. I'm like, you did it. You know, even her 30th birthday was right when COVID hit and we were trying to plan some. She's like, I don't want to do anything. And then the world happened to where she couldn't do anything. <laughs> I'm like, yes. I'm like, you did this. <laughs> but yeah, COVID was, this year has been rough in our personal lives and things outside of Material Curls. But COVID was amazing for Material Curls because it really made us sit down and figure out what our goals are, what can this be? And everyone else is home too. So it was mm-hmm. the perfect time to really show people what they were capable of. Mm-hmm. So anyone, cause we're beginners and mm-hmm. that's what material curls is all about. Like, just do it, just pick it up. Be okay to like mess up. Mm-hmm. You can replace a wall. Just don't, cut don't lose any off. limbs Don't cut your finger and off. everything <laughs> else can be fixed. So we're just in the learning process. Mm-hmm. And especially with COVID people are like, okay, maybe I'll think about tackling it. And if they see our page, they're like, oh, these girls aren't afraid to tackle it. Looking at them messing up, I might be able to do it too. Mm-hmm. 
So I think, I think it helps. I would say, yeah, I mean, anybody I've talked to during this period of COVID who does, especially who does like DIY furniture, DIY home repairs, like their social, if they've got a blog has just blown up because everybody is at home. And it's like, okay, I need something to do to not yep. lose my mind. So I'm going to do do these things that I've been putting off because I didn't have the time for. I will say on my end of it, who's somebody who doesn't do the DIY stuff, but still needs materials to do what I do. I'm, I'm kind of mad at y'all for blowing <laughs> that stuff up because now I go to like my lows and I'm like, there's no wood. Yes. On the shelf, there is no wood. It's in my garage. I got you. Our, our scrap wood is the woods <laughs> next to Home Depot. So now I know where to come. I'll just hop a flight. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> but it's nice now because when we first started, we were like, there's no women in here. Yeah. And now we see them more and more often. And we're like, oh, hey, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's so nice. it's really nice. Yeah. You can see so, it growing and mm-hmm. it's. Hey, makers, I want to tell you a little bit about today's episode's sponsor, Athena Outfitters. So when I'm in the market for a new pair of work boots, I do a ton of research, make sure I'm getting something that's going to fit right and going to last. Well, Athena Outfitters is a quality workwear brand for hardworking women that has tons of experience with footwear. They've taken the time to select the very best shoes and boots made by each of the most reliable footwear brands. And when I shop at Athena Outfitters site, it saves me time and energy because I trust that they found the best shoes for every job and activity. Plus bonus, you can shop online. So next time you need new work boots or some other type of high performance shoe, check out athenaoutfitters.com, gear with grit, and Athena is A-T-H-E-N-A, and then outfitters.com. You can also get a special discount at checkout by using the coupon code MM, that's capital M, capital M15 for 15% off any purchase just because you're a listener of the podcast. All right, let's hop back into the episode. Why? I mean, one thing, you know, I understand you're, you're starting kind of DIY and tackling things because you both have homes. It's, it, it is expensive to pay to have all that stuff done. So you're tackling it yourselves. Why start the business from it? We saw the potential and we were like, okay, so realistically we're spending money on this, you know, we're spending money and for us to keep going, there does need to be some income from it. And there needs to be some return on it because we can't stop now. <laughs> so that was a huge part of it. And then honestly, we started being approached like, Hey, do you guys want to do this? Hey, are you interested in this? We'll pay you. And it's kind of hard to walk away from yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Especially <laughs> because she's unemployed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially because like, I didn't know with the airline industry, you really don't know mm-hmm. like COVID mm-hmm. the moment they have bad news, like our stocks and everything drops and we're getting emails, like be aware of a furlough. Like you just don't know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we have to be careful with our spending, but also we want to keep going. So mm-hmm. if people are like, Hey, we'll pay you to do this. We're like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we sure will. And I was actually bartending still this year. So when COVID happened, my side get gig got cut, Mm -hmm. you know, our club is closed. So I lost a good source of income and I had just got finished paying for wedding things and uh, that got pushed the next year. So I was like, okay, I got to do what makes sense. And Mm -hmm. if this is our new business, then let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Totally understand the airline thing. My, uh, my wife works, uh, in a business that creates air, uh, creates airplane parts. And so uh, we have seen over time, it's is been a constant ball of stress of like, all right, when when are we losing one of the incomes for the household? Because right. it, you literally just watch the news and cringe because yeah. you don't know what's happening and you think everything's going to get back to normal. And then 
there's more and more cases and you're like, okay, wait, I'm going to go back now. Now I don't don't know. Because when I took my leave, I chose the amount of time I could take. And I thought by November, we should be in the clear. (laughs) (laughs) Not so much. (laughs) I love your optimism. I just need to take some of that optimism right there. like oh a month or two this will right, be fine. right yeah feel. absolutely thought it'll be over with and and now we're North Carolina is actually going back under curfew today, today. so it's just it's scary to yeah. not mm-hmm. see the end of this tunnel you don't want to plan anything mm-hmm. it's you, you know you just take yep. it day by day and hope <laughs> for the best and I think DIYing has also been like an outlet for us yes mm-hmm. sure. there are times where we're in a bad mood and it's like need to build something mm-hmm. let's, let's let's just get a project together take mm-hmm. our minds focus on how we're messing whatever this is up <laughs> and less on the mess of our lives right, right. <laughs> so diy i think was a huge yeah. um it, just therapy almost like yeah. it, it helps it, it it feels good to work on something and to see the the finished product and mm-hmm. to be proud of yourself and then it's helping you in your house too so it's like there's a lot of wins yeah. in projects have you had the that experience before of the creating being an outlet? For me, cooking is my outlet. Mm. So before DIY, it was cooking for me, but I've always liked to find somewhere to just not think about everything. Mm-hmm. So that that was my previous outlet. Mine was working out. That's my outlet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you a, a runner's high type person? I love running. Only in the summertime. Strange. Only in the summertime, but I love running. So the part about it though, with my job, I'm running in different cities. So I have a different scenery. Um, hotels usually have a route. So I'll just go to the front desk and I'll say, hey, um, do you have a, a runner's route? And they usually have one and it's usually pretty scenic. So when I'm running, I'm like sightseeing at the same time. So I'm getting really my exercise cool. in, but I also like, I'm like, ooh, and then I'm like, ooh, there's a restaurant. I'm going to go shower and come back there. So it's kind of like multitasking. And I don't really realize mm. I'm dying on the inside out of breath <laughs> because I'm seeing all these cool things in a different city. Well, see, if it was explained to me like that, then <laughs> like, maybe I'd be like, maybe oh, I just need, need to visit the local hotels. I'll just... I'll just visit the local hotels and be like, what's your runner's route? <laughs> For a little motorized scooter. And then I can see the world that way. There you go. <laughs> so we did get into bike riding. Yes. Yes. We waited all summer long. And once it started getting cold, we were like, let's go bike riding. So it lasted like maybe a month, it was but nice. it was really nice. Yeah. So we'll probably pick that back up once it warms back up. There you go. Honestly, we that was good for us because even with material curls, like with that becoming business and making that transition from friends to business partners, mm-hmm. that has pressure points. We are both very different at times and we're both very opinionated. We, we have fights. <laughs> we fight. <laughs> so sometimes we have to turn off the business partner and be like, let's be friends for this day because otherwise, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I mean I was gonna ask that like how do you not fight I mean I've had I've had pairs on here that are couples you know and that are making together and I asked them the same question because it is still very much like a good day if my wife and I are making something together where we're still talking to each other by the end of that time <laughs> why it is material curls it is not me and my fiance we cannot put things together like we just i don't know how couples do it i think couples is 10 times worse i don't know how they do it kudos to them (laughs) i I know my my it's funny because we never fought as friends like before Mm -hmm. material curls never fought it wasn't until I don't know. I don't remember our first I don't fight. remember what the first one was. Well, but I was like, oh, <laughs> we do fight. <laughs> and someone had asked us, so do you guys fight? And we're like, no. no. And <laughs> everyone says you're not real friends until you don't you fight. fight. <laughs> and we're like, oh, okay, we get it now. <laughs> it makes sense. It's well, just- I mean, you're spending, I mean, even if you uh-huh. spent a ton of time together before, like I would imagine you're spending more time together with the business. 
for sure. We joke around all the time. Like, why did I even buy a house? Because I'm here. I, I go home. I sleep. I wake up. I come here. I go home. I sleep. I wake up. I'm, same thing every time. Like, I might as well just go in the guest bedroom at this point. Yeah. And I'm working from home, which is nice because mm-hmm. the workshop, our main one is here. So I can work a little bit, run downstairs and work on some things. So it's nice when she's here because we can kind of multitask, mm-hmm. but it, it's a lot of time spent. And then it's frustrating. Like you, when you build and things don't go right, you're not at your best either. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> There are two people frustrated. That's just asking for it. But we play well we because when one is frustrated, we the other one can tell. And then you just kind of like take like take over yeah. or you want to go grab a beer, <laughs> come back, like whatever it is, we'll just try to figure We're out good. what the next person needs. Like you might be hungry. Let's order food, whatever it is, like try to come back in, regroup. Mm-hmm and get it together when we when we see us being snippy there was one time I don't even remember what we were doing but we got into like this fight like mid (laughs) I think it was like a photo shoot or something we were doing for Instagram and we got into a fight and then we're like silent for a second and then Kat was like I don't have an attitude anymore you want a beer (laughs) I was like but only if you say you don't have attitude I don't have attitude and we cheers and we were fine There's moments where we we are both there and it normally just gets silent. And then it's like, all right, whose turn is it to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to break <make> up? <laughs> make up. Yeah, I will say, like, honestly, that's one of the things I enjoy about making is for the most part, that's the only space I have where I am solely alone. <laughs> there's nobody around. There's nothing. And if I get frustrated, there's nobody to yell at me about throwing my tool across the room. You know, <laughs> just <laughs> I can get that. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Danette does have her own workshop in her space. So we do a lot of stuff alone too. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, in the middle of the night, this needs another coat. I'm not gonna be like, hey, Danette, can you come by here and do this? So we we get that. Yeah, too. we do we do some stuff at home also. My workshop at home is not a garage. <laughs> I live in a townhouse, so I just have like, my little deck patio situation, mm-hmm. and I have a utility closet. But I turned it into a workshop. I built some shelves in there. I have like the smallest pegboard ever, <laughs> but but it works. It has all my stuff mm-hmm. in there. I did. A, I made a like a foldable oh. workshop. Yeah, everything goes in the closet and then I pull it all out. It's really cool. Um, But yeah, we, so we do have our own separate projects. I did a project with my brother and my dad. And when you said, when you said no one says anything about you throwing your tools, it made me think of them because I throw fits sometimes. I will be cursing up a storm and they're like, oh shit, what do I do? (laughs) So there's definitely an audience when I do it sometimes and I'm like, I look crazy right now. So sorry, guys. <laughs> but it gets that way sometimes when you're yeah. brushing, you're just like, I don't know what to yeah. do. Oh, yes. <laughs> yep. Totally, totally feel that. I gotta, I mean, I do have to ask about, especially now, like schedules are crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you plan out content? Because content requires like stuff getting done so you can like film it take pictures of it all of that good jazz right Winging it is our middle name <laughs> that's like that's what we were doing mm-hmm. and then with schedules we realized we that's can't do that so right now we are in the process of making sure we're on we're like scheduling mm-hmm. our schedules first and then being very efficient with our time mm-hmm. and trying to plan out all of our content, trying to do multiple things in one day, in one day, one very like intentional outfit changes. If we have to mm-hmm. try and get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mostly trial and error. Yeah. And we've, now we've realized with it being two of us, the hard part is sometimes just getting a shot of both of us, mm-hmm. like both of us working and trying to, <laughs> you know, just catch all this hair in one frame. <laughs> but we've now like we'll have we'll ask a friend to come over hey can you come over and get a few shots of us and like she said she has a bag at the door with her out literally for the day. bag <laughs> just in case we have a chance i'll do a wardrobe change real quick. <laughs> and you know kind of just get some stock photos so when she is flying and it is a slow content day we have something to 
not let people forget about us. Like, hey, we're still here. We're working, <laughs> but we're here. <laughs> so it's cool. That yeah, that is cool. Um, and I also under yeah, I totally understand the struggles <laughs> of having to plan out. I am horrible at planning it out. So I'll add mine to the winging it is like my middle name because it, it's like, what do I have through here that I haven't posted up before? Exactly. <laughs> That's one. Look at my face. <laughs> That's the other thing. It's two critics. We have two critics because whenever Kat looks really, really good, I look like this. Like something's yeah. going on. She's always like, what is wrong with me? And, like, <laughs> and whenever I look good, Kat's like, what was I doing? So there's two people yeah. that are like, mm -mm, that's not the one. So that'll be <laughs> 75%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it can be a struggle. But yeah, two people has its pros and cons for sure. Because we divide and conquer, but it's yeah. also twice the critics. <laughs> and twice the attitude. <laughs> Heavy on the attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, makers. Today's episode is brought to you by toolmomstore.com. Toolmom and company is for all ages, genders. They have what you need for your one-stop tool-related merchandise of gifts and clothing. Uh, the products are fun, fashionable, one of a kind. In fact, I have two of the mugs. Uh, one has a circular saw with flames coming off of it and says, go girl. Another one has the definition of a tool chick. Both of them are super awesome and I have coffee out of them almost every morning. So check out toolmomstore.com or find them on Instagram at toolmombonnie. You can receive an extra 20% off at a checkout by using the code MAKERMOM. Uh, you mentioned briefly about like at the start, a little bit of mansplaining. Oh um, but I got to ask, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, for really not being in the especially on the content side of it, being in, in the game too long, mm -hmm. like you guys have seen, you know, a good amount of success. Has that been met with any level of, I guess, gaslighting or just negativity? No. If they say it, it ain't so It's not, you know, we don't know about it. <laughs> we don't know about it. Everyone we've met, like, in the maker community, has been amazing, love, so supportive. Love, love. Mm -hmm. Like we've made so many friends that we're literally counting down the days until a conference comes about so that we can actually meet Me all of our people. internet mm -hmm. friends. <laughs> um, it's been re like really, really great. I think for a lot of people, it's just been refreshing because we show when we mess up. Like in the world of Instagram and YouTube, people make things look way easier than they are. So for us, when you see us cussing and having meltdowns, <laughs> see the this didn't turn out right projects it, it makes you feel like okay I can do that yeah. I can do that and it's just it's a different view on it for sure in the DIY space there there's been definitely I would say a good influx of women who have entered into the space you know I've seen more and more women coming into the space which is awesome um I haven't necessarily seen as much representation of outside of white presentation. So <clears throat> has there been, I don't want to even say pushback, but just what's, what's been your experience entering into this world uh, and not seeing as much representation of yourselves? I see that changing very quickly um when we first started that was exactly it the we were like reason why <laughs> mm, i see people doing it i see women doing it but they don't Nobody look like us like me mm -hmm. they don't look like us they don't have mm -hmm. we did a bathroom for a friend one day and you can watch as many youtube videos as you want but no one in any of those youtube videos mm -hmm. did plumbing in a curly girl's bathroom mm -hmm. because the amount of hair <laughs> curly hair that comes out of those pipes 
so it's things like that, that you're like, I wasn't prepared for that because mm-hmm. there's no one who looks like me who does that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, we were like, you know what? We need to show them that we mm-hmm. can do it. Like mm-hmm. we don't know anyone else who's doing it. And when we started, people were like, this is refreshing. Mm-hmm. We don't see any of our people doing it. Right. And then even in the last year, the amount that I see now, like it's just, it's so, it just feels good. Like I mm-hmm. have Josie and I don't want him to grow up in a world where he thinks if you don't look like this, you can't do this, whether it's DIY, whatever he wants to do. So right. I'm going to do, you know, my part and show representation in our field so that he knows, oh no, my mom is, uh, I don't know if I can cuss, but my mom was a baddie out here. (laughs) (laughs) And he's, that's just going to set the tone. It representation matters so much when you see yourself on TV and somebody else, it just makes you feel good. And then when we started, we started seeing smaller accounts, Mm -hmm. people that you don't see, who don't Mm -hmm. get the spotlight, who don't get the, the chance, but they're there. Mm -hmm. We're here. There's a lot of people here and we're getting to meet them Mm -hmm. and become friends with them. And we're just seeing that it it is diverse, mm-hmm. just not up here. And I I love <laughs> that people are talking to it too. Like everyone sees it, but before it just seemed like people kind of shied away from it because it's an uncomfortable subject for some. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, no, 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 we need to hear all voices. And, and now, you know, these bigger platforms are making sure they, they bring people in that don't get seen as much. So I think that's amazing to see too. Yeah, yeah. we've had some big yeah. accounts rally behind us and Mm -hmm. just say you know what you need to be seen Mm -hmm. you guys Mm -hmm. are doing great you need to be seen and that helped with our growth a lot Mm -hmm. that's I mean that's awesome I like you said there's a lot of good in the maker community right a lot of support uh with each other and so I I guess I expect that uh Mm -hmm. from the maker community to see that kind of rally behind um in the same regard it's one of those things that personally I am working to push on, you know, those who look more like me to basically shut up <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and, and let others who don't look like us mm-hmm. have the floor uh, because our communities don't look all like us. And right. so we need to allow everybody's voice to be heard. Um and, and that be you even mentioned like, you know, when conferences can open back up and stuff, you know, I've made comments like I've only I've only been to one, but the representation I've seen there is not necessarily diverse. It is still a very small pool um, and a very small pool of people at that top. Mm-hmm. And they all tend to look alike. Um and, and I don't think that's fair. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I hope, I hope that we get a chance to actually meet in person. And I hope that by that time, by the time that that happens, that some changes have been made uh, more at the top. Now, I will say I was introduced to you lovely ladies by Char, the Wooden Maven. Char Love is, Char. I know, she's <laughs> she is, and she is one of my good, good friends uh, who actually we, we became friends because I interviewed her for this podcast and then it was set in stone um, from that point out. But I love what she's doing too. She's really using her platform. I believe, uh, did she, she interviewed you both for high end, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Been very, very clutch. And just even daily, just the conversations we have with her and the fact that we know she does not know us and is all the way here for us. And it, it's nice that, but the maker community in general has been, been like that, that way. If I, we ever had questions or anything, like everyone's always mm-hmm. been willing to help. Like if you have any questions, let me know. Don't feel like, feel free to reach out. It's not, mm-hmm. a, it's not a big deal, anything like that. And it's, it's so welcoming. The maker community is different. Like, yeah. In so mm-hmm. many fields, there's competition when, when people are in your same niche and with makers, it's like, Mm-mm, we can all win. There's yeah, enough wood there, for all of us. Plenty, plenty wood out here. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just coming to your garage and taking right. what I need. <laughs> the door is open. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I and 
exactly that. I think we all enjoy sharing knowledge. I think more than anything, we enjoy finding other people who geek out about the same stuff that we exactly. geek out about. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know my struggle. You know what makes me happy. Like, we, we just have this communication right here that we don't even have to actually talk about. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I don't have to explain to you what a pocket hole means in exactly. order to share the frustration. Exactly. Of, of that. You, yes. I just have to say pocket hole and you already know yep, all exactly exactly <laughs> hilarious so where does where's material uh curls going where where do you hope to grow into i mean you're rocking the instagram game right now uh where does it go from there <laughs> just more it, <laughs> just more we, <laughs> we, never, we never thought like we knew we were kind of unicorns with it being two curly haired girls. So we, we saw that in ourselves, but we didn't know that people would like us. Yeah. Like, they seem to like us. When people come, we're like, us? <laughs> you you want to see what we're doing? Like us? So sometimes it's like, wait, what? Yeah. But then other times we're like, yeah, we do belong here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't expect this growth so fast <laughs> and we didn't really like like it. like this was our goal like our two-year plan <laughs> and then we hit it so now we're like oh, oh wait okay <laughs> we for the next year. <laughs> so really just honing in on our skills for me I'm more of the decorator I like to make it pretty and Danette is Bob the builder uh, <laughs> I always I always get described as the boy I don't like that <laughs> I like to say we're like the property brothers. Yeah. <laughs> like there's one, the like brothers. she's more like interior. She likes to decorate, do craft stuff. And I'm like, give me the wood and the saw. Mm-hmm. Give me. You're the, the one doing as if you watch property brothers, you're the one who's always like, I do the work. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's, that's us. I'll do all the furniture, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And then you make it pretty, put all the flowers and whatever it is you got to put in there. So we definitely set like, personal goals. Like I know that I've been looking into classes for interior design and just really trying to fine tune those skills. Mm-hmm. And I want to get my general contractor's license. Awesome. <laughs> I love everything about both of those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. And just seeing, we, we want to make sure that if we're, if people are looking to us, for knowledge and sharing things we want to do right we like we we don't want to be putting just mess out <laughs> here so we want to you know really just gain as much knowledge as we can and just keep this maker community mm-hmm. an empowering fun place like we just want to keep that up and then our ultimate goal is to um build a compound yep. <laughs> we're gonna build our own houses we're gonna get like a bunch of land, mm-hmm. build our houses so we could be neighbors forever. There you go. I love it. We and friends. Yeah, yeah, we've been like, are you guys going to live on our compound? <laughs> we talk, people probably think we're crazy. No, we no, no, no. <laughs> no, you know, some of the joking after that, like, no, I think you're crazy. Yeah, yeah I think you're crazy. I think, I think you're onto something. I mean, I think, uh, uh, maker ranches should be like sprouting up um, all over the country. See? <laughs> Yeah. That is genius. Make a rant. That's what it should be that's called. Right. After the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's actually really cool. Yeah. So it- I see you both ending up with your own, uh, you know, together with your own HGTV show. I put it out there. So I'm just saying when it happens, <laughs> do not forget the little people. <laughs> All the time, all the time. I'm like, HGTV, do you see these comments? Do you see? I'm going to just, when people say it, I'm going to just start sending them emails. Like, tell them that. (laughs) Send a mass email. (laughs) But no, that would be so fun. I mean, you never know. (laughs) No, I know. You're the, you're the uh, spruced up version of Property Brothers, but probably more fun. I would say you're more fun. Yeah. (laughs) But yes, we, I think, I think that's also what saves us in mm-hmm. our, in our woodworking. Cause we can laugh at ourselves too. We All might day. get silent, but we can laugh at ourselves oh, and our, plenty of laugh. if you hear like a loud laugh, it's probably a really I bad just mess up. up. <laughs> it's probably a really bad mess up. It's always a, what did you do? <laughs> like, yep, we got, we just <laughs> set up a camera one day so y'all can really see <laughs> the foolishness that goes down in that garage. <laughs> I love it. 
Um, do you guys, I don't know this, do you have a YouTube channel yet? We do. We okay. do have a YouTube channel. Um, we're growing on there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's hard with YouTube because we're still learning how to woodwork. Mm -hmm. And then we also have to learn how to be camera women and producers and, and editing. And it's so it's, it's a lot for YouTube. Mm -hmm. So our videos go on there, but they go on there slowly and they may not be like the most perfect <laughs> YouTube videos, <laughs> but um, you're getting the real. Yep. When you see our YouTube videos, you're getting the real of what our projects were like. If you need a good laugh, watch her doing the nightstand. <laughs> That video, like the level of frustration that just oozes out of your TV. <laughs> awesome I feel like that's a real depiction of what woodworking is like. Like, it's great. Everything's great. And then, oh my God, why did I start this project? I never want to do this again. And then at the end, you're like, oh, I'm going to do this every time. Like you just go through these emotions, yeah. this like roller coaster. It's like giving birth. You <laughs> You go through and you're like, I'm never doing this again. And then somehow people have all these kids. That's right. <laughs> That's forget. because it's like within six months, you forget all about yeah. the whole birth process. <laughs> and then you just get the compliments because your nightstand or your kids are cute. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a vicious okay. circle. <laughs> it is a vicious circle. Well, I will definitely have to check out the YouTube channel. And I will say that don't fret about the camera work and all of that right now because you all have the chemistry and the personality that's going to make you superstars no matter what you put out there so thank you good uh believe it or not we're actually at the end of our time together i know i have it fun I feel like we need to fold you all into like our monthly Zooms with a few of the other lady makers and bring on some like booze into the equation. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, I want to give you a chance though to shout out how how people can find you uh, all over social media and follow along with the most recent frustration uh, going on in the shop. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you can find us on Instagram at Material Curls, like curls for your hair. Um, and YouTube is also Material Curls. Facebook is all, Material Curls on all platforms. TikTok. I could have just said that. All platforms, TikTok. Um, right Twitter now, is not us. Twitter isn't us. We need to talk to her. <laughs> um, what we're working on now, we're trying to finish everything we haven't yes. finished before we start something new we're trying to finish all of all of our half our mess ups projects. our quitting sessions like <laughs> we're just because really we do have a lot of wood in my garage so we need to try to knock that out and then look into some storage solutions to make our workshop a little more efficient mm -hmm. awesome. so that's the biggest yeah <laughs> all right again that was Kat and Danette of Material Curls I'll include the links on how you can follow along with them in the show notes within your podcast episode. So just check out the description and there will be the links so you can follow along with them. If you enjoyed this episode and are enjoying the podcast, please remember to hit that subscribe, like, comment, head on over to iTunes, leave a five-star review. All of that helps the algorithms know that not only you enjoy the podcast, but others like you might as well. Now, I have an ask, uh, a big ask for you guys this week. I would really appreciate it if you would share with somebody how much you enjoy the podcast. It could be somebody you've met through Instagram. It could be a friend of yours out, uh, out in the real world, as we say, uh, not related to Instagram at all. Just please, please, please share about the podcast uh, and help continue to grow the listenership of the podcast. I really would appreciate that. Make sure you're following along over on Instagram. That's just at Maker Mom Podcast. You can check out joining the tribe over on Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash Maker Mom Podcast. Several different tier levels for you to choose from. Uh, they come with different merchandise and goodies. All of them get you access to additional content such as the first ever coming up live 
interview happening at the end of this month. It will be happening uh, Friday, January 29th at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Um, be doing an interview, and if you're a Patreon, a patron on Patreon, then you have access to join in on that Zoom interview and get to ask your own questions at the end. So that's uh, something fun to look forward to coming up. Now, when I am not uh, making podcasts, you can find me designing and making furniture and home decor over at freemanfurnishings.com and at Freeman Furnishings pretty much across all social media. You can find me most active on a daily basis on Instagram and TikTok, Freeman Furnishings. All right, uh, that's all I got for this week. Uh, I hope all of you have a great weekend, and I hope you get to make something. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Maker Mom podcast. You can connect with the Maker Mom community in the Facebook group page, Maker Moms. And remember, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please subscribe, leave an awesome review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Music